I wouldn't even know how to do that. What do you do? Just like walk up to random people and go, hey, blah, 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 sports. Sports Empire, the podcast, part of the DynastySportsEmpire.com podcast network. Dare I say the flagship podcast of the Dynasty Sports Empire podcast network. We bring you the latest in sports and fantasy sports with, shall we say, a lighter approach to what most people consider a very serious undertaking. On the show today, episode 89, recording on January 12th, 2023. 2023, got to update my numbers here. NFL wildcard weekend preview game by game. We break down each one. Uh, NFL head coach openings as there was some firings and other uh, separations uh, already. And where do the teams that just missed the playoffs go from here? Let's get right into it. As always, I'm your host, Jeff Roman. And alongside me tonight and every night is a guy who's going to go 13-0 on his picks. This postseason, Tim Reinhardt, welcome. Tim. I love I love the confidence. Um, I don't know that there's a track record to support that, but <laughs> for either of us, <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, I loved how we like <clears throat> we we just were texting each other the our like we had this elaborate setup that we were going to input bowl picks into the spreadsheet. and then it, yep. it just ended up being like you and me sending text messages to each other like I got. I got Florida. I got, you know, like whatever it was. I mean, (laughs) it's sort of ridiculous. I was updating the spreadsheet until there was like 50 games on New Year's Eve Eve. And then I was like, I just can't. And they start at like 11 in the morning. And I'm like, there's a game already. I don't know. I'm way behind. So I did okay on keeping up the spreadsheet. But yes, I don't know why we thought. Let's write down all of the, the things and do picks on all of them. Yeah. I don't know why we thought we were going to actually make it. Well, that it was, it was fun, but he, I guess it was fun to just have that reason to pay attention to the game. Um, but again, I don't think either of us was, uh, was in the realm of undefeated. So, um, but nope. Hey, yeah, the, you know, looking, looking forward, that's in the past and 13 and O is in the future. So good to go. That's right. Yeah, I'm absolutely 100% looking forward here. Um, so we're let's um, let's stay. I know we did touch a little bit on college football there, but let's uh, see if we have time for that. Yeah, the wrap. Um, so let's go to the wild card weekend. We're absolutely. looking ahead there, starting on Saturday, ending on Monday night football. So um, let's talk about these games chronologically, and then. Um, we'll probably have some in- interesting side conversations in here. Right. Anyway, love it. Okay, so first game on Saturday at four thirty Eastern is Seahawks at Forty Niners. The Forty Niners are favored by last I looked ten. Uh, yeah, I Was see it, it at ten right now. Yeah, so um, obviously third meeting between the dig- division rivals. Uh, yeah, yes. looks like nine and a half, ten. Um, do you think that Seattle can cover this big number against San Francisco? So this is one of those that I've been hearing people are saying is like one of the uh, one of the popular upset picks, grabbing those ten points and and running with them. Um, just because um, San Francisco over the last few weeks of the season haven't looked the greatest, uh, particularly that Las Vegas Raiders game. Um, they also let up 20 points to Washington before that. So, uh, and, and their previous, um, their previous game in December with Seattle was an eight point game. Uh, so, you know, had a one score, one score game there. I, I don't know. Um, I, my gut, well, like this is where like my head is saying that San Francisco is going to blow them out. But there's something that like makes that Seattle is going to keep this thing close. What do you think? Yeah, I mean the the interesting thing about their two matchups was the first one was the game after Seattle had played the Broncos, so they were kind of like their whole season was wrapped up in that one game, and natural I think for a letdown after that. Yeah, and then the other game they played on Thursday night. 
So Thursday night games are always a little weird. So I don't know how much we can actually draw from their two meetings this year. Um, Seattle has had kind of an up and down. They surged at the beginning and they've been a little bit down since yeah. then and and fairly lucky to survive the Rams in the last game of the year. Um, well, and to get the right and to get the loss by by the Packers. Let's not forget they didn't and the loss by the Packers. Their own destiny going into this. So exactly, exactly. So I think Geno Smith never has been to the has never been to the playoffs before as that a starting quarterback. That's correct. Yeah, and obviously Brock Purdy um, hasn't either. I think we're always expecting or thinking like, oh, there's going to be a Brock Purdy stinker in here. Um, I think San Francisco wins, but 10 points is too much. Um, They probably, unlike the Bills or the Chiefs or something, they take their foot off the gas a little bit, run it a lot, be a little bit conservative. You know, Kyle Shanahan in the second halves. Um, you know how he kind of lost that game against Kansas City in the Super Bowl, lost the Atlanta Super Bowl. So I think there's a possibility that this one is going to be close. Yeah, I, I, I think, still think San Francisco wins, but I think it's going to be close. So it sounds like we're we're kind of in the same boat here. Uh, yes, you know the I don't know the the defense of San Francisco has throughout the whole season been been quite good but again the last few games it's been sort of tenuous um right so i guess uh, i don't I, which which team do you believe in the like the full picture or like the snapshot heading into this game and i you know that had trouble in that las vegas game for example no that was on the road i mean they're at home um, so that's, that's something to remember too. Um, could be but, a mon, could be a monsoon apparently though, as well on Saturday, more rain for California. Oh, is that Saturday. right? Okay. Could be a little bit sloppy. Yeah. Um, so that evens the playing field. I, I would, I would think this is going to be a, a one possession game. I don't, I, I do think the 49ers will win, but I'm not sure it's 10 yeah. points worthy. Yeah, so with the 10 points, total 42, that would mean that the total is, what, 25, 15 would be your? Could be, yeah, 20. Yeah. I mean, it's 42, so. Uh, 27. Yeah. 13. No. Well, now you're 27. <laughs> no, no. Well, so that's actually that's good. Crack. Does this game go over? Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. So, yeah. Does the game go over? I mean, I don't think so, but that means that it's easier for Seattle to keep it close. So then, know? right. Like, so let's say that in order for that, that to, to work and be under, you're talking 24, no, 24, 14 goes over. So you're talking 21, 10 no I, I don't know that that's a yeah because um, yeah. if they keep so the it team, close the team the total 10, go over yeah so the team total from San Francisco it looks like around 26 and looks like 14 to 16 so I guess so, if you think it's going to go under you're going to be yeah the points yeah I'd like 24 17. That's over, isn't it? That is over. I look at us doing. I can't math. count. Yeah, look at us math. Um, All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you think you take? So would you take the ten? Then I guess. I, I I would take the ten, but now I'm having second. You're gonna. I'm gonna have to do some addition and subtraction, maybe, and go go back. <laughs> Get out to a piece of first grade math paper. and figure Hey, you know what? Um, my son's my son's calculator is right in front of me. Twenty-seven. Plus 17. You can hear me clicking the buttons. Yeah, that's 44. 27, 17 is over. 24, yeah. 14 is, so, is under. I just I just did that in my head. It's it's 38. Yeah. So, tw- yeah, 24. 24, 14, I could see. 24, that. 14, 24, 17, right? Like, lose by seven and a go. And that's under. 41. That, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that makes me feel better because I do think San Francisco's got 24 points in them. Yep. And yeah, and I mean, I think two touchdowns and a field goal 
I think Seattle could probably get that. They might get it with a bunch of field goals, but I think they could still get there. Yeah, I, so I, we both we I both think uh, San Francisco win, Seattle cover on that one. Okay, we'll we'll call it after all that math. Um, we'll call it we'll call it San Francisco win for the Seattle cover. <laughs> okay, so the next one on the schedule, uh, Saturday night game, um, is Chargers at Jacksonville. Chargers are favored by what looks like two and a half now. This one's bounced around. So yeah, this has moved. I saw it at even earlier yeah. this week. Yeah, it's been even. I think it looks like uh, this is what it started at, and it bounced around, and now it's back there again. So Jacksonville, a home dog, uh, two and a half points here. Okay, let's take this through a, a process that I, that I like when I'm trying to figure out games. So who has the better okay. quarterback? I would say Herbert is a better quarterback. I think it's closer. I would say for me, I think it's a bit, maybe a, a bit of a toss up, maybe leans Herbert, but not like, yeah, I don't think it's a fair. big margin. That's um, fair. Okay. Who's got the better coach? I think I like Peterson better than Staley. Yeah. I like the Jaguar. I think that's a, that's a bigger advantage. Who's got the better um, offensive line. Do you think, you know, think, who protects the quarterback better? <clears throat> Who has more rushing yards? That sort of thing. I mean, the the last one I can think of is the Jags struggled running the ball against uh, the Titans, but they're usually pretty good there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had 200 yards uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this one's a good one, but I'll probably, I'll probably lean Jacksonville, I think, here. And then what about um, what about defense? What does DVOA say? That's a good question. We can look at. Um, I would imagine um, that. I mean, Jacksonville is not heavy on DVOA. Um, their defense has, has struggled for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as who's coming on now, that's an excellent question. Um, let's see, here we go. Where am I looking at? Okay. We are looking at Jacksonville's defense is 26th in DVO. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the charges are higher. So they're pretty charges, evenly, uh, evenly. Charges matched. are about, about medium. They're about the, the middle of the pack. So 16th. again, so one has a slight quarterback advantage, one has a coach advantage, one has a slight offensive line advantage, one has a defense. Like it, it seems like it's a toss up. So I'll give the Jaguars the home field, and I I think that they will. I could see them winning this game. Um, they specialize in getting the ball out quickly. Um, kind of nullifies the pass rush a bit. Um, and there just seems, you know, not that this is a statistical analysis here, but there seems to be some momentum behind them. Um, so if I'm picking this right now, I'm picking the Jaguars uh, to beat the Chargers at home. Yeah, so um, just overall DVOA, Jacksonville is at 3.3% and the Chargers at minus 0.8, so about even. So. That would say Jacksonville's three percent better than the Chargers. Both of these teams are very uh, frustrating to watch. I think Jacksonville seems like they can always be just a little bit better than they are. Um, they're just kind of not quite putting it together yet. And their defense, yeah. although played well the last couple of games, is like kind of prone to get gashed a little bit. Um, yeah, I- I'm with you though. I. I- I guess I like Jacksonville in this one. Um, I think uh, Duval County is going to be rocking. I yeah, think they're going to be really, they're going to be really hyped for this one. I, I think. think they're going to be super hyped for on it. Saturday night. Yeah, oh, man. Um, yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be a tough place to play, and I don't know. I, I, Peterson's won a Super Bowl. You know, he's been he's been to the playoffs before. This is the first time I think uh, mm-hmm. Staley's been there. So yeah, um, I, I I like the Jaguars. Um, I like Jaguars here. Yeah, two two first time quarterbacks in this one as well. 
Um, so that's, that definitely is an interesting angle. Yeah. Um, because I always look at a seasoned quarterback against a rookie court, not rookie, but like a first time playoff yeah, quarterback. Sure. Um, but there's a lot of first time quarterbacks here. Um, they're facing each other. All right. So the next one on Sunday, one o'clock is Miami at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo here is favored now. It looks like 13 and a half started out at 11, 10 ish got down when there was rumors that Tua was actually going to play. Um, and thankfully actually it, it's doesn't look like he's going to play and right, it's going to be a Skylar Thompson situation. Sure. Yeah, he's out for sure. And so it's going to be a Skylar Thompson situation. So this one is now, you know, just short of two touchdowns here in Buffalo total at 43. Um, I think you texted me your handicap a couple times on this one, but what is it? Uh, I, I think the bills absolutely blow them out of, out of Buffalo, just out of the entire city. Um, like Buffalo's defense is strong. They are, you know, not that you need, need necessarily like additional motivation. They're beyond motivated that, you know, it's possible that DeMar Hamlin will be, with the team on Sunday and at the, um, at the stadium, like there's too much goodness, like good, good feels, uh, around Buffalo for, for them to not blow out, uh, the dolphins. Um, maybe it stays, uh, maybe they scheme something down there in Miami that will keep it close for the first, you know, within a touchdown for the first half, but just like the bills did last week. Um, against the Patriots, I think they're just going to pull away at, at a certain point. And, you know, the Dolphins scored, well, I guess technically 11, but they scored nine points last week against a team that had nothing to play for. So I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not not thinking they, they're going to keep that within the 13 and a half. Yeah, and I, I, the team total for Miami is 14 and a half. Um, I just don't see how they score two touchdowns. Buffalo's going to score in, in the in the high twenties, early or uh, yeah, low thirties. Yeah, I don't I don't see how Miami gets into gets past fourteen, um, and Miami and yeah, and so Buffalo's going to pour it on. Probably um, they can get to thirty. I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean thirteen and a half is a lot, but I think we're both on the same side here, which. We have three in a row that we're both on the same side, so that's yep. going to definitely doom us. Yeah, um, that, I mean that—that that means we're yeah. in deep trouble. But um. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, minus thirteen and a half. It's hard. It's hard to write that one. Um, I did, you know, since if we're talking, we're talking hashtag gambling talk here. Uh, I did uh, tease this one down. Did I do that right? Um, I think I teased both the Bengals and the Bills down, like under a touchdown. Oh, okay. So, um, so got them combined together with slightly less number just for them to win by slightly less margin. Okay. All right. So the next game uh, on Sunday, four o'clock afternoon, as I close the the page that had the schedule on it is <laughs> Giants Vikings. The Giants at the Vikings. Vikings favorite at home by three. Yeah, points. so basically a toss up on a neutral field. How about that for a thirteen and four team playing against a nine, seven and one team? Uh yeah, I mean, toss up. Yeah, I mean both these teams are fairly been fortunate this year. Minnesota more than anybody else. Um these two teams I'm having trouble with this one, so I'll listen to your thoughts first, and then I'll, I'll um, bounce off. So that. I'll go. You know, quarterback I'll give to the Vikings, but coach I'll give to the Giants. Um, yep, I think so. I I could see a scenario where the Giants win this game um, by more than a touchdown. Yeah, I could see the scenario where either team wins it by more than I, I. There's so many wide range of outcomes here. Like something weird is going to happen. Like there's going to be like a, a deflection off somebody's helmet that goes yeah. for a pick six, or like a a double doink field goal to win the game, or you know, like there's going to be something really 
odd when the, these two teams, I think they played already, right, this season? They played um, at Minnesota, and Minnesota won 27-24. I want to say that was a last-second field goal, too. Yep, I, I remember that On one. Christmas yeah. Eve, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, something like that is very possible, last-second field goal. I mean, so then I'd be inclined to take the full three. You know, if I'm getting three, my rationale with Minnesota has been this year, like, their games are under under three. So if I'm getting a full three, I should take the plus three. Right. What you're leaning to. Um, I I would take every point that I'm entitled to. Um, I I think like (laughs) looking at, looking at the last month or so of the season, the Vikings have also struggled. Um, They had the overtime game against Indiana. They barely beat the giants at home, Indiana, Indianapolis. This isn't uh, college. Mm -hmm. Um, they lost to the Lions. They lost to uh, Green Bay. Now, granted, the Green Bay and Detroit games were on the road, um, right? So there, there is that. But I don't know. There, there's just this team has pulled too many, you know, rabbits out of the hat, so to speak, to be confident that they're going to make a run and. Something tells me that Brian Dable is going to find ways to put points on the board uh, for the New York Giants. Yeah, I mean, I think with the 11 and 0 in one score games this season, something eventually that coin will have to land on tails for them. Um, and it may be just right here, right? Um, I think that's kind of what we thought about. Before the season, I was thinking about Indianapolis, like a division winner that goes out on the first game, right? Yeah. Maybe Minnesota is that version of it, like a weak division winner um, who goes out in the wild card round. I think, yeah, I'm talking myself into the plus three. Um, is that where you're going to land to? Yeah, um, okay. which, by the way, this whole analysis means that um, the Vikings are probably going to win the Super Bowl. But <laughs> so, somebody said, somebody said, that uh, you know the Vikings obviously at this point are gonna like you know win on uh, accidental safety and then like a and then like a pick six that you know or a, a re- kick return on a on a missed field goal you know they're gonna win three games like in the craziest way possible and then lose the Super Bowl like seventy two nothing or something um, <laughs> they're just gonna like keep winning in the weirdest possible ways all inside of one score. Um, so let's go to the next one then. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is now favored by nine and a half with Lamar Jackson out. Yes. Tyler Huntley possibly out. So it could be the Anthony Brown show um, again here in yeah. this game against Cincinnati. Um, I don't know. Cincinnati's going to roll this one. I, I got it when it was six and a half. Uh because I like Cincinnati under a touch, under a touchdown, but I still think Cincinnati is going to roll here. So Cincinnati won last week. I, I want to say by 11, 20, was it 27, 16? Um, yep. So, and I, I, I want to say that the spread there was higher. Um, I think it was like two touchdowns, if I remember right. Um, so I, oh, they, yeah, they, so they played last week. Yeah. yeah they they played 11 and a half, you know, and, and, the Ravens had six people. So what was interesting about that game is it was a effectively a must win for <clears throat> for the Bengals to make this permanently or not permanently, but um, definitely a home game. Um, and the Ravens they took it looked like they they weren't playing six of their starters, I think, and it looked like they were taking the stance like, all right, well. Even if we win this game, it's just a coin flip, and there's still a 50% chance we're on the road then. So I, we may as well rest and get healthy. So how healthy are they going to be? I don't know. I mean, the Bengals have the quarterback uh, who, you know, I, I think he's – I'm ready to declare Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, so um, it's hard to bet – against them so i will i will say the bengals win that game and they they win it by the nine the requisite nine and a half 
Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm with you. I, I think um, the Ravens, I think, have an advantage on coaching and maybe defense. That one's pretty close, though. Yeah, the um, Bengals have been sneakily playing better defense. Yeah. Um, but I still, I think the nine and a half, yeah, under 10. I mean, 40, uh, like 24, 14. That could very easily happen. Um, yeah. So I think the Bengals are yeah. scoring 27, 28 points in this. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, yeah I don't there. think that, I don't, especially even with Huntley, um, I don't think that the Bengals are going to, or the, I'm excuse me, the Ravens are going to get up above like 17. So, yeah. Um, Cincinnati is going to score. Cincinnati is at home. Um, I think this is going to be, this is going to be another kind of maybe a snoozer, but Cincinnati wins this one pretty handily. Yep. I'm with you. Um, all right. So then on to Monday night football, Dallas and Tom Brady in the playoffs, Monday night football, ESPN ratings through the roof. This one is uh, Dallas is a, a road, road favorite. favorite by two and a half points. Open up three. Now it's two and a half. Um, what do you think about this one? I I think the Buccaneers are going to win the game outright. Um, Dang it. We, 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 we can't keep having the same pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, last week didn't mean anything to him. Um been playing better it's still not great but i don't know there's something about that cowboy game last week that was very disturbing um and they they went into that game with the possibility of being the number one seed if they won and and the eagles lost and perhaps maybe they just knew that wasn't going to happen but i don't know like don't i'm not expecting the cowboys to go on the road and put up a boatload of points and is it true Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions and he was out for four? Like that he he's turning the ball over and he did it last week and, and I don't know. Um, that game left a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm gonna say give me Tom Brady um, as a home dog. I don't think he I don't think he likes that too much. Yeah, I I think I think Tampa Bay is getting healthy. I think Tampa Bay is going to be trouble to eliminate from this playoffs. Um, I'd rather have them take out Dallas, but um, you know, Dallas's last games, obviously they mailed it in against Washington when they probably didn't need to. They were seven and a half point favorites. They only scored six points. Um, They beat Tennessee with the, that was the first start for, um, their quarterback that they got off the street, Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. Um, and, and they struggled a little game. bit with that one. Yeah. yeah. Thursday night, they didn't do great. Um, they gave up 34 points to Garter Minshew. Uh, they gave up 40 points to Jacksonville, barely beat Houston. And obviously they, they, they torched Indy, but these last few games, I, you know, it's and not I don't, been great. I don't, tr- not been great. And I, I don't trust Mike McCarthy as far as I can like it. I think there's going to be a mistake there. And we've seen mistakes in key moments in that team. And uh, I think there's, you know, we're, we're getting close. Say we get close and late here. Who's going to, who's going to drive down the field and get the score they need. And who's going to mess it up at the end. Right. You know? Like, I think yeah. that's kind of my handicap <laughs> for this one. It's right. just kind of, kind of, kind of simple, but also like, you know, who do you trust here? And I think at eight, even at eight and nine, I trust Tampa Bay. So I, yeah. I don't know if they should. I don't know if they should be considerable dogs here. Um, no, I, I, I hadn't looked at this game, and I just assumed it would be kind of uh, it would be a pick'em. But I don't know. Okay. All right. So a lot, we're all lot of that scene. oil money down in Texas goes on yeah. those Cowboys. So. Yeah, that's true. They're always good to take one. Um, so we're all in the same. Yikes. Pick. So we've got Seattle plus 10, Jacksonville plus two and a half, Buffalo minus 13 and a half, Giants plus three, 
Cincinnati minus nine and a half, Tampa Bay plus the two and a half. Pod picks, all right the same. There. All pod, pod picks. picks. All pod picks. Parlay them together. Win a million dollars. Yeah, that's that. That would be Don't something that. else. This is not gambling advice. All right. Um, anything else, I guess, on, on the wild card, uh, wild card weekend here? No, it's a fun weekend. You got, I mean, geez, it's, it's, uh, kind of right up there it's not like march madness level but it's pretty pretty close you just turn your television on on saturday and you watch until until you go to sleep and then you got three on sunday like it's just a fun weekend of games yep absolutely and then you know obviously most people have off monday and then there's a game on monday night so yes um makes for a great makes for a great weekend um of football i'm hoping that uh all our games that we pick the dogs stay close and all the ones that we pick the favorite are blowouts Blow and they're snoozers. All right. Um, so let's, I guess, talk about the coaches, the coaching other, situations. The other um, side of the NFL. Yeah. Those teams that some people, yeah. So some people go, some people fire their coach. So um, the coaches that were fired were Lovey Smith immediately after the game. Um, that they really didn't want to win, uh, didn't want to win, uh, and then they won in the kind of craziest way possible. Yeah. Not the craziest way possible, but a very crazy way, um, where they converted a fourth and twenty hail mary. Nobody has converted a fourth and twenty this season in the NFL, and they completed it. There they were. Um, yeah. yeah, and the the hail mary was. Like, I think usually with a Hail Mary, you want it to go high, right? This is a pretty low Hail Mary that the defensive back uh, didn't time his jump right. And they went right through his hands and then right into the hands of the waiting receiver. They went for two. They won it. Everybody's happy. Obviously, the players and the coaches play to win. Um, This goes on Lovey Smith's permanent record as his head coaching record. So obviously, he wants to win. Um, Organization probably didn't want to win. They lost the first round. Their first overall pick here with that win. He's immediately fired. Obviously, knew that he was going to be fired before the end of the game. Um, and so he didn't care about <laughs> preserving that pick, yeah. right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, and who wants to see Indianapolis, uh, Houston go to overtime and Week 18 anyway? Like going for two is the right call, whether they make it or not. Yeah. Um, but it was more entertaining that they made it uh, really embarrassing for Jeff Saturday's uh, tenure, unless his tenure was supposed to tank for that top five draft pick, which they now have. Um, so anyway, let me, let me circle that all around. So um, then uh, let's see, Denver was already fired Carolina Indy. So then the only other firing um, was Cliff Kingsbury yeah. fired from Arizona, which um kind of makes sense i think um only thing that didn't make sense is why they gave him a giant contract extension last year um yeah I'm gonna and i guess the the other thing is the other one is sean mcveigh taking stepping away from the rams to figure out if he wants to keep coaching or he wants to take like a, that is take a gap year or you know something like that so obviously that one seems like I mean, you don't step away and then say, you know what? I'm ready to come back. Um, yeah, so that, I, I, that one to me seems like he's he's done. You don't let your staff go search for jobs if you're coming back either. Right. Which is yeah, exactly. So, been, been um, so that, those, I'll put that on the list. I'll put Rams on the list too. Um, so those combined with Carolina, obviously, they fired their coach in the middle of the season. Had a pretty good run at the end of the year. Um, Indy obviously fired their coach, uh, went on with Jeff Saturday and had a couple of very embarrassing losses. Uh, Denver obviously fired their coach, still has Russell Wilson for yep. 200, 250 million more yep. years or dollars. Might seem like both. Um, and then obviously the Rams is probably open. Which one of those openings, which one of those jobs? Yeah. Uh, coach Tim Reinhardt, hottest, hottest new uh, offensive mind in the league. Which one are you looking at? This is interesting. Like, do you want three of them come with quarterbacks? You have no right. Like, that's just the way it goes. Um, so, I don't think that Arizona is a very appealing place to be. Um, 
think the Kyler Murray situation can be can be toxic at times. Um, I don't like. I don't love the Indianapolis scenario. I know they have the first pick. Like, I, I don't know. I think if I had to pick a team, I think I'd pick Denver. Um, I think Russell, even with the Russell Wilson experience, I think he still has something left in the tank. Um, I think in the right situation, uh, he will be able to maybe not return to where he was, um, two, three years ago, but I think he's, I don't think he's done. They have, um, they have good receivers. They have a, a shutdown corner. And didn't they get draft picks by trading Bradley Chubb? Yeah, they have. Um, they have a late round. Uh, it's later in. Okay, the... so that wasn't a big, yeah, a premier pick. Um, so I guess what you're really okay out of the out of the teams with quarterbacks, that's the best, Denver. And then you get down to, well, do you want to pick your quarterback? Then you're making a commitment to, you know, you're playing the lottery because, you know, you could you could have uh, Bryce Young be, if he goes number one, which is what, you know, I think a lot of prognosticators are thinking. Um, or if it's C.J. Stroud, like, they could be the next uh, Trevor Lawrence or they could be Trey Lance and uh, uh, Zach Wilson. So it, it's just... Do you go so I'll I'll throw it back to you. Do you go for something that seems like it could a quarterback situation where it seems like it could be a little more consistency and assuredness, or do you play the lottery and go for one of those jobs that's gonna have uh have a new quarterback, um Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, whatever? I think I'm gonna go the other direction in that I think Carolina might be the best opportunity. Um, Indy and Houston, both teams are pretty down overall. So I don't think a quarterback is going to bounce them up okay. significantly. Um, Arizona tied to Kyler Murray, which is going to be a mess no matter what. Denver, I think you're tied to Russell Wilson, probably a better situation. Um, the Rams have Matthew Stafford. If he wants to come back, if right. he doesn't, it's a wasteland. Who knows if the, if the um, dominoes there fall and they don't have any right. draft picks. Right. If if Sean McVay leaves, maybe Matthew Stafford says, you know what, I'm going to hang it up too. Aaron Donald says, I'm going to hang yep. it up too. Everyone uh, Then you got nothing. Yeah. So there's a distinct possibility of that there. So I'm going to go with Carolina. I think their defense is not as good as Denver's, um, but they kept uh, the guy that everybody thought they were going to trade, a defensive end. Brian Burns. Mm -hmm. Um, so they didn't trade him. Um, so they have him. I think they re you know, recouped some, uh, picks in the McCaffrey trade. So what do you, I do think Carolina is, yeah. I mean, you, you got to solve the quarterback problem. You don't have a high pick. Um, that's, that's but, the you know, issue. yeah. I mean, that's you're, you're shopping. I mean, I think you're shopping for a veteran just like, uh, you know, a bunch of other teams are shopping for a veteran. Um, you're looking at, you know, do you make a splash or do you go for a Derek Carr or a Garoppolo situation? Um, so I think if you get a, if you get a middle, middle range quarterback, you know, um, there, I think that's a good, good opening in a weak division. I think that's an Andy Dalton kind of landing spot. Andy Dalton, you think he's still gonna? Well, or like a quarterback like that? Start? I don't think it's a. Yeah. So like yeah. of the quarterbacks that could be available, like Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Derek Carr, I'd say are like cream of the crop. They are legitimate yeah. starters that can, in the right situation, uh, take a team to the post or help take a team to the postseason. Um, but then those guys have they can pick whoever they want to go. Um, I don't know that they're like put it this way. For example, like I think that the Jets might be a better landing spot for one of those guys rather than Carolina, or they might like the quarterback might see that 
uh, dominant defense, uh, fun offensive, young offensive weapons. I'd rather go play on that team. Um, so I, I, I think Carolina will be left with the like next tier, the Matt Ryans, the Andy Daltons, um, you know, that level, uh, the, the Marcus Mariotas, the, the retreads that, you know, can play and hold, hold the, hold the fort down for a year or two. Um, but I don't know that they're bringing them to the next level, I guess. Yeah. And that's fair. I, I completely agree with that. Um, I guess, you know, just thinking about how their division is, is poor, especially that if Tom too, Brady yeah, it's a factor. leaves, um, you know, then they, and they played well this year after firing their coach and trading away their best player. So I think there's, there's maybe of all of these, I mean, none of them are good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I think that one has, that one has some opportunity, especially if you want to win. And I guess what, what are you doing? Now, what, which one are you going to, if you are like, you know, we're, we're drafting a, which which team out of, I guess out of Houston Indy because that's one two so if everything or well two three really I think um are they three or are they uh are they where did Indy fall do they fall five I thought they were three are they are they that low let me take a look well in that I, case that's not an invited place they are, place to they, be are they are four but they're behind Arizona um who also you know, already has a quarterback, but if somebody is, is wants to jump up, is going to jump up there if they're not jumping up to number one. Yeah. Um, I guess then, I guess then it's Houston. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think both these quarterbacks are going to be pretty good. Bryce Young and CJ Stroud in the NFL. Um, so, oof. Um, if I had to pick between those two, I guess the the better play is Houston. More picks, uh, earlier pick, um, you'll get one of the top two, no matter what. So, I, I think if you're going that route, Houston's the place to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to build that from the ground up, and as long as you can do that, there, I think, you know, you get buy-in to do that. I think you're, that's the place. Yeah. Because you're guaranteed, you're guaranteed one of those top two quarterbacks. Exactly, and, and at least you're, you have, you're hoping it's you have yeah. your guy. You 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 presumably you're going to get hired in the next few weeks. Here, you had a say in who's coming into the into the building in Arizona, right. in Denver. Um, you don't have that. Uh, in, perhaps in LA, you don't have that say. Um, right. In Houston, you will. You'll have a voice and. You you know so you're at least choosing your own destiny, or in control of it to a certain extent. Right. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So let's let's talk about the as I attempt to win uh, this bid on this uh, card trading card on eBay. Okay. Um, is the other category is um, where do we go from here, people? Yeah. Teams, right? So you just missed the playoffs. Where do we go from here? I put five down. Um, welcome to, you know, include others. Um, and I didn't win. Not fast enough. Oh. Um, so Jets, Packers, Pats, Lions, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Um, Mike Tomlin still somehow hasn't had a losing season. Did Somehow he got that. a nine, got to nine and eight here. Coach of the year. Um, yeah, <laughs> incredible work here in this one. Um, so let's let's go through them. Let's start with the Jets because you're obviously a Jets fan. Yeah. So let's start there. Um, obviously, big questions at quarterback. Do fire their offensive coordinator? Yeah. Do you or you know parted ways? Whatever, whatever. they're saying. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, it's a mutual mutual breakup. Um, do you think? that the offensive coordinator was fired so that they will stick with Zach Wilson? Or do you think they were fired? It's fired no matter what. I think when you, I think when you score as few points as they did over the last month of the season, no matter what, 
Um, they didn't score a touchdown in the last three games. That's his, that's historically inept offensive play. I think that when two wide receivers demand trades and then your star wide receiver says in his sort of outgoing interview with the press that when he was asked about the offensive struggles, he said, uh, Garrett Wilson, this being, um, you know, it just seemed like they knew what we were doing. Uh, talking about the other team's defenses that none of that bodes well for the offensive coordinator. Um, and then no, it does not. Yeah. The lack of development of, um, of, uh, of Zach Wilson doesn't help. That's not what it was. I think it was the, uh, I think it was the lack of a touchdown over three games, the, the two demanding of the two trade demands, um and the the Wilson comments and then I heard this on the radio today like they probably went through and like went through every offensive play and uh you know made made a made a decision that it, it's time to time to part ways um so I don't know but then the other side of it is you know the devil you know so to speak because like now who there are a couple names out there but uh, I mean, it's not like there's anybody that is the hot, you know, assistant that everyone's trying to get their hands on uh, right now. So I don't know. I, it, it seems. And then on top of it, it it's not a make it or it doesn't seem like it's a make it or break it or not a, like a one thousand percent. You miss the playoffs. Uh, everyone's fired mandate. But certainly there's a lot of pressure uh, to make the playoffs. So it's not the most inviting job for an offensive coordinator to uh to go to so i think the jets have to look at getting Derek carr jimmy garoppolo um in the offseason and um grabbing a competent offensive coordinator that can um both help the team make the playoffs and in the background develop zach wilson because that's what they say they're going to do yeah, I mean, I think that's it's hard to double track that, but yeah, they're they're a veteran, like they're a destination for a veteran quarterback. Like, I don't think they're going to start over with another rookie. Um, I don't think they have the draft capital to start over with no. another rookie, um, and I don't think they are at this point going to be willing to absorb the growing pains of another rookie, but right. they have talented players like sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and a bunch of others on rookie deals. So they can probably pony up. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a cap guy, but I think that they can probably make the money happen for a more expensive quarterback. Yeah. You massage. Would the cap. you? Yeah. Yeah. Would you give the, uh, Deshaun Watson deal to Lamar Jackson? I don't know. Lamar Jackson worries me a little bit on the durability piece. Um, just the way he plays makes me nervous. Um, having said that, I think if they had Lamar Jackson this year, they would have made the playoffs. Um, so well, certainly, if they had, if they had Derek Carr this year, they would have made the playoffs. I, I think know? in in thinking about this for a while, my preferences I think are are Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and I, I, I'm not certain. Well, I don't really. Who knows what's going on with Lamar Jackson? Like, is this like what? What's what's happening? <laughs> you know, how much uh, he's injured? Obviously, like he also wants you know wants a contract and hasn't been getting it. Um, they're they're throwing money at linebackers instead of him. I, it it seems weird. Um, so I'm not sure. I, I was less sure that he was going to be around the market. Um. Any of those are upgrades. I worry about Lamar Jackson's health. I worry about Garoppolo's health. Um, Derek Carr's the most durable um, of the three. So, and I think that the Jets of these QB needy teams <clears throat> is perhaps the most one of the more desirable places for a quarterback to go. I mean, it's certainly like you know make your legacy. Uh, stop. Like if you want to play for a team that already has a really good defense 
and good talent on offense. Yeah. And you and you want to be a star, basically, that's where that's what you go with. <laughs> yeah. So if you want if you want to be, you know, pretty have a pretty quiet, you know, afternoon mowing your lawn and going to play football, you pick like Carolina or something. Um, so I guess let me ask this question in a different way. Then I think I know your answer, but you would rather probably shop in the Garoppolo car tier than shopping in the Rogers, Brady, Lamar Jackson, uh, tier of quarterbacks. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think so. Just because of the, of the longevity, like you can get, you can get five, six years probably out of one of those other guys. I don't know about that with, well, for Tom Brady, that he'd be 51. Um, but like, I don't, I'm not so sure about the other guys at this point and how okay. much length fair they enough, have. Fair enough. Okay. So let's, um, let's move on to the Packers. One of those places yeah. Aaron Rodgers may be walking out of, but it seems unlikely. Um, they just missed out on the playoffs playing a very terrible game against the Lions. Um, they obviously have a quarterback who has a, a big name, big contract. Uh, where do they go from here? I don't know. It seems it seems like there's some other problems below the surface. Um, Alan Lazard giving that weird press conference where he was asked what Rodgers is going to do, and he was like, I don't know what he's doing, but I know what I'm doing, and it's not here. Um, so what's happening there that that is making – players want to jump ship i think like i I think there's a lot of things that we probably don't know are happening there that are making it a strange place to be now it seems like as the year went on obviously rogers got more comfortable and those you know developed a rapport with those um receivers um but is it time for them to how many years is um uh what's his name uh last name is love i believe I, i can't remember can't remember his first name. Jordan. Jordan, Jordan Love. Love yeah. um, how many years has he been sitting there? He was a first-round pick. Um, yeah, he's going to keep sitting. I don't know. He's come in and played well a couple times. Is it time to do what they did with Favre uh, and trade him somehow? There are teams that would, would take it and move on. What do you think about that? I mean, I, th- I definitely think that's possible. I felt like that's what they did with the restructure last offseason. Um, made it. I'm not, again, not a cap guy, but I look at the page and it seems like after June 1st, it wouldn't be impossible to trade him off their cap. Um, so I think that seems possible, maybe not likely, more possible than other years. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like he wasn't, he was part of the problem, I think, at the end of the year. So right. the vibes are definitely, as you say, off um, there. Uh, you know, defenders are pushing, you know, athletic trainers and stuff like that. So something is something is off there. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if if getting Aaron Rodgers' money off the books is going to it's going to solve all that. Cause then, you know, are you Jordan love situation? What are you going to get from him? Nobody knows. Are you going to try to get into the, you know, other quarterback sweepstakes? Who knows? So, um, the future is, is kind of not bright, but maybe medium for them. Um, but I think as long as they have Rogers, they have a, have a shot, I think. Yeah. The the next one, I guess the the, tie the bow on that. We, we don't really know where to go for the yeah. Packers. Yeah, yeah, this one's hard to know. I mean, I think, you know, they're, they're, it's not like their future is so bright they're going to need to wear shades. They had a very disappointing end to the season after yeah. lots of people thinking that they were going to really, really get in there into the playoffs and make noise. Um, so that this one's, that one's a bit murky. Future yeah. looks murky if I'm if I'm spinning my eight ball. Um, the Pats, they are actually going to, looks like they're actually going to try to hire uh Offensive coordinator this offseason, uh, I don't know what to expect from them, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, so a lot of questions. Um, I think it seems like offensive players were not excited about um, 
the way that the offense was called, run, etc. Um, reports that Bill Belichick might have been losing the locker room. All, all sorts of strange stuff coming out of that one. Um, I do think Mac Jones is probably better than what he showed this year, but uh, I don't really know. Um, there were some definite head-scratching moments and plays, and I think also he's not um, – uh, what do you call it? He's not presented himself or uh, carried himself. That's, the, that's it, uh, in the most professional of ways. Um, so you, you find out who somebody is when, like, you're, you're, taking, you're taking heat um, – you're, you're getting fired on, and uh, I'm not quite sure he showed himself to be um, be the best guy to put yourself in a foxhole with. So I don't know what they do. Um, I think they try to find an offensive coordinator that believes they can fix, not fix, but get more out of Mac Jones and turn him into the quarterback he was last year. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know if Mac Jones is much more than the Andy Dalton tier at this point. Um, you know, he was making mistakes all over the place this year and even last year. It did better, but still, um, I think an actual offensive coordinator will help them. They still were in 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 the hunt. Belichick's a good enough coach to keep them in the hunt no matter what. Yeah. Um, not a lot of talent on the offensive skill positions at the wide receiver position. Um, the running backs are pretty good, but I, I don't know. I think that this one's murky too, because I think it depends on the offensive coordinator. I mean, they're changing offensive philosophies again. You know, I think there'll probably be another type of offense and it'll be completely something new for everybody to learn, including Mac Jones. So that would be his third never, in three years. Yeah, exactly. That never, we've been there with lots of other quarterbacks that have changed coaches frequently in their first couple of years and it never really ends up well. So right, that, I think this is a, a middle of the pack team again next year, a couple of good bounces, a couple of, you know, if, if they actually return to the Belichickian, uh, good, good focus, well, lack of mistakes, they would be okay. But yeah, I don't know. This, this team doesn't really, doesn't excite me. I don't think. Right. Um, uh, same. So, uh, so the teams that, two teams that now ended on a positive note, uh, lions obviously, and their season on a win, probably, uh, a big win for their franchise, keeping the Packers out of the playoffs. Um, but questions at quarterback position as common with a lot of these teams, uh, they have Jared Goff. So how much longer is he under contract for? That's, that's a good question. I remember his contract being quite long, um, they obviously have the sixth pick in the draft, courtesy of the Rams. Um, and they have, you know, one in the middle, um, of the first round. So, um, if I look up Jared Goff's current contract, he is, he has two more years after this at 20 and $21 million. I mean, so. I think you run it back. Like, I, I, I don't think you make too many – of all the teams uh, listed or that we have listed here, I, I think this is maybe the one that has it figured out the most or that needs the fewest tweaks to it. No one's getting fired. Uh, the entire coaching staff will come back. They were playing with a lot of um, a lot of excitement and energy by the end of the season. Uh the quarterback had seemed to finally figure it out. Like something like no interceptions in the last five or six games. Um, he was, you know, I, I think, uh, I think you take that team and you add those two draft picks and you, you know, first round that is, and, and you see what you can, you know, you, you just enhance what you've got. Uh, I don't think they do much. Yeah. And it looks like they could, they could, uh, the cap, his cap hit is thirty million this year, and if they trade, um, or cut him, it would be like half of that. So they could save some money moving him, um, but it's not not a significant for amount. Who? I think you're right. Yeah, for who exactly? Like <laughs> that's that's like when people would talk about 
um, how expensive houses were. And it's like, well, I could sell my house for a really good price, but then I have to buy another house. And those are even more expensive. So like, you know, it, it it sounds nice to, uh, to, you know, make a deal for a quarterback to sell one to a quarterback needy team. But then what do you do? Right. Um, they don't have, you know, a young backup in the wings. Obviously they have a, uh, top of the draft pick, but you're looking more like, uh, you know, Will Lewis, Anthony Richardson situation than, uh, CJ Stroud, um, right? It's Bryce not Young not, situation. Not, there's never a sure thing, and it's less so with those. Yeah. Guys. I, I just think it's. I think they're looking to plug holes with those draft picks and find guys that contribute right, contribute right away. And um, you want to draft a developmental quarterback? Sorry, late in the first round or later on in the draft, fine. Um, but I, I think they're they're pretty set that team. Yeah, I mean, you get they definitely need help on the defense. So, and they're definitely a team that wants to win now. You know, like they're ready to win. So, I don't think you you want to go to a rookie quarterback right now. I don't think that's the time for it. So, right. Um, they yeah keep Jared Goff, and I mean, you know, just hope he doesn't have to play outside in the rain at all. Uh, get get home field advantage. You know, <laughs> uh, get some get some. You know, one of these edge edge rushers or, or defensive linemen, and uh, pair him with Hutchinson and and see if you can you know help help keep Goff in the games. Um, so they should have an interesting off season with a lot of uh, draft capital. Um, I mean, all right, well let's let's play the game here. Six and eighteen for one. Six and eighteen for the number one pick. Yeah. Would you do that? I think you'd probably need a lot more than that. I think to get up to one, you'd need you'd need a couple of other picks. But no, is uh, right. is the answer. Like I, I think I'd like it, everything you said that it's a win now team. Like I think, you know, you, you're if you're a win now team, you're not giving away draft capital to get a quarterback. I don't think. Yeah, that's fair. You could get a pretty good edge and a pretty good cornerback right like uh even wide receiver um at at those points so um that could definitely help them a little bit more okay um so let's talk about the last team on the list and then we'll get out of here um because i'm losing my voice i think you're falling asleep (laughs) (laughs) uh pittsburgh pittsburgh steelers nine and eight uh no losing record for um tomlin again they have Pickett, Kenny Pickett, who seems like the guy they're going to go with. Um, he's improved as the season went on. They have TJ Watt. They have Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, where where do they go from here? I mean, is it just they stay at that Pittsburgh level? I, I think they've got, you know, it seems like uh, Pickett um, availed himself very well. It sounds, you know, seems like he may... Uh, I think they run it back with him for sure. Um, and Pickens proved to be a, a a pretty good wide receiver as well, a good target for him. So I, I, I think they're in an, another team that's in a position to add. And I think they, you know, I don't know what they got picks-wise um, by trading Chase Claypool, but they got something. They have they number something. 33 Number three, 33, top of the second round. So a huge pick. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that they look to add, and uh, I think they're in the Lions tier with the least amount of things that they need to change. Right. I think, you know, obviously they're a very consistent team that has consistent coaching, consistent um, strategy, consistent play calling three picks in the top 50. Um, so I think they're, they are perfectly well suited to um, not make a lot of changes, get TJ Watt healthy, put him in some sort of uh, cryogenic chamber all off season so that yep. he can stay healthy the whole year. Um, and then, you know, add a couple of young players here in the top 50. And I think they'll be there. They'll probably be even shape. better next year. Yeah. Yeah. Less less Trubisky games, more picket games next year. Absolutely, I think uh, I think he's he's certainly earned that opportunity. Yeah, 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else, Tim? You're keeping your eye on before we get out of here. No, we just got we just gotta get to the get to that Saturday 4:30 game and uh, and and then watch all those six <laughs> six picks that we agreed on hit. That's right. That's right. Six and zero. We're gonna go six and zero. Pod picks six and zero. All right. So keep your eyes glued to NFL Wild Card Super Wild Card yeah. weekend. And keep your ears glued to Dynasty Sports Empire, the podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. You got it. So what was the card you were trying to grab? So it was a, it was a um, Yunus Musa of the U.S. Uh, national team. Uh, he's my favorite player on the U.S. national team. I think I told you about him. He's the, uh, the guy who his mom uh, went to New York for a shopping trip and gave birth to him so he's born in new york so he's originally from england um but he's american obviously because he was born in new york yeah. so um and so he's like 20 and he's like one of the like locked on starters for the national team so um they have cards from the world cup so it was him in a u.s jersey and had a signature on it so these things you're down to the last minute and inside the last minute there's like five different changes right so i'm like talking to you and like it's like it's like inside of a minute like if you're not inside the minute you're lost and it's like it's very frustrating but that's all right it's uh yeah there, I, got, I got other ones i got my eye on so it, it's just it's crazy how like how long does the option last six days six days right it's inside really the last all minute, that matters is the last like 30 minutes Oh, yeah, or less. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's bonkers. I remember I used to 